in that facility last night for the first time in a decade. I mean, that, that thing's been there for 10 years, CFE Arena. But it's it's a nice facility. It's a beautiful part of the country. They have an enormous fan base. Now, there's a lot of commuter students that go to UCF and I think to USF as well. But when you go down there and you see it, I think you would ask yourself the same question. How, how come this thing isn't bigger? I mean, is it because it's a directional school? Like if you changed it to Florida Tech, all of a sudden it would – I mean, I, I don't know. Because, you know, it's UCF, Central Florida, directional schools, so people just don't buy in. Um, it really is nice. It really is nice. And yet last night was their first ever sellout in the history of that venue that spans more than a decade. So, I mean, they, they've been waiting, I guess, to find the right recipe. You know, George O'Leary had it going on in football there for a couple of years. They went to uh, mm-hmm. the BCS, right? They upset Baylor, I think, in the Fiesta Bowl that one year. And then two years later, they couldn't win a single game and they fired him. And, and UCF uh, in in basketball, I never thought I'd say this about a player. Taco Fall is listed at 7'6". He's a large 7'6". He's 290 pounds. <laughs> he looks taller than 7'6". Right. You, you remember the conversation we had years ago? Uh, I, you know, I, I've been a big Dallas Mavericks fan forever. You saw Dirk in person for the first time up in Boston mm-hmm. when I think, I, I don't remember how you ended up there, but you went to that game. Yeah, and, and what was your reaction the first time you saw Nowitzki in person? Lar- larger than life, uh, in literally and physically. <laughs> I mean, he's just long and I mean, just—he's an enormous person that that at that time could move. Figuratively, literally, yeah, that's what a man. I'm well, struggling today. No, 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 no. But, but no, he but is, you saw him in person. Yeah, and left an impression. A, a large body, like he looks like he can he can reach baseline to baseline, big wingspan. Right. And, you know, the thing with Taco Fall, while I mean, he's not the greatest basketball player in the world, but someone that age, that tall, most of the time is clumsy. He's not clumsy. He actually has he actually has some some rhythm about him and and some and some skill. Uh he doesn't look too ninety, but he's a but he sure looks every bit of seven six and then some. He's well proportioned and he's got a pretty solid frame on on him that I think can add a couple extra pounds. When I saw him in person, it, he makes Dirk Nowitzki look, look like Roy Philpott. I mean, that's how huge he is. He can stand on the floor and 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 touch the rim. I mean, at the same time, you don't have to move. I mean, easily. I mean, his head is basically hanging in the net. And I mentioned this in the game that I called. I, I think he's going to end up being a first-round pick because, and it may not happen after this year. I don't know if he has a decision to make or not, but his footwork has gotten a lot better. And you can't account for somebody that big in the paint. You just can't do it. And so when you anchor him down in there, even in the NBA, and you've got a guard that tries to attack, I mean, it becomes literally a circus show trying to figure out how you can get the basketball over that wingspan because there's nobody else in the NBA or certainly in college basketball. He's one of the 40 tallest people on the planet that you've seen like that before in practice or that you could you know, actually practice shooting against. So... That kind of impact defensively, if he can continue to to, to kind of fine tune his skills on yeah. offense, I mean, I, I don't know what his career would look like in the NBA, but I think he's a draftable commodity, and I think he would have a chance to to possibly play for a long time if he gets a little bit better. And and, and judging by his work ethic and just brief conversations I've had with him, I, I think that DNA is there where he wants to do that, and that's an important part of that. You know, he he's a disruptor. It's almost like a six, like you're playing with six guys, because he he can cover the whole lane, 
Uh, there was one play last night, I forget who it was, but uh, Illinois guard drives the baseline and, and it looks like he's going to try a reverse layup. No. And he catches Taco Fall following him across the lane. <laughs> he dishes that out. It was the most awkward right. play in the world, but you knew exactly what was going through his mind. Like, he's going to swat this from the other side of the basket. I've got to get rid of it. It was beautiful. You remember remember when Sean Bradley comes I think he was about seven six. Well, if he was then he's still seven six or seven five, I think. Um, you know, and he was a good player and but he just looked weak. In fact he he was very weak when he went in the NBA. Taco looks better put put together than Sean Bradley, Much even better. though they're the same Bradley was ultra thin. Yeah, the same size. Manu Bull was ultra thin. Yeah. So anyway, plus his name's Taco. I mean, he can't. Go, who do you know that doesn't like tacos? I mean, everybody loves tacos. Yeah, I know. Everybody loves tacos. And think about the marketing potential with that name, Taco Fall. It's tremendous. It's tremendous. That that matters. The brand matters. He's already got the brand built in. The brand matters. Taco Fall. What's not to love? Uh, third hour continues. We're watching Deshaun Watson participate in John Gruden's quarterback camp right now. Looks pretty good. What Gruden does that mean? Thinks everybody looks good. I know he does, and he builds everybody up. I'm okay with it. Watson right now, the 12th overall pick to the Cleveland Browns and Todd McShay's latest mock draft. Trubisky, the 25th overall pick to the Texans and Todd McShay's latest mock draft. And uh, McShay had Watson listed as his number one quarterback. He's been the one that's been the most vocal against Deshaun, it seems like, until recently. So I'm not really sure what's changed there. And they're documenting, of course, his production against Bama. I mean, Watson's career is defined by what happened to those national championship games and winning the national championship. That's going to make him some money, I think, on draft day. 654 Roar, much more headed your way. Our third hour rolling right along after this. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee. And remember, raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme donuts. Call Anderson and Spartanburg Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Going through a divorce or a custody battle? Why fight it out when you can work it out? Why not try to mediate your divorce or custody case before you go to court or before you hire an attorney? Mediation is required in South Carolina in all contested family court cases. Use the mediators at Palmetto Mediation to save you money and put peace back in your life. Contact Palmetto Mediation at 864-601-0925 or palmettomediation.com and work it out before you fight it out. Everyone has someone in their lives that could use a little surprise, a little pick-me-up. You want to deliver those smiles, but who has the time? School, work, and more. Try Urban Nirvana's online gift certificate. Buy and print it right from your own computer. A great way to treat your wife for making all those tailgate preparations. Your college student for all the hard work. Or mom, just because. Online purchase and print from your computer. Only at UrbanNirvana.com. Carolina Fresh Farms is your one stop for all your fertilizer, seed, sod, and landscaping needs. Spring is just around the corner, and now is the perfect time to apply pre-emergent herbicide to protect your investment and prevent all those nasty summer weeds. 
Use what the pros use and stop by your local Carolina Fresh Farm store today. With six locations in South Carolina, visit us at carolinafreshfarms.com to find the location nearest you. Joe's New York Pizza is all about the sauce because I've told you so. Here's the thing, people. They have outrageous wings as well. They're not fried, and if you're up to the task, you can even get them with Cajun Asian sauce. Their meatballs and marinara come with their famous garlic knots. And remember, if you have certain food allergies, Joe's offers gluten-free. Joe's has delivery, and they're great for fundraisers. And the Clemson location caters with two locations in Seneca and Clemson. Joe's New York Pizza. At Mattress Firm, we admit we have lots of sales, but this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity so big, even we're impressed. Save up to 70% off famous name brands. Plus, take up to $2,000 off floor models from Sealy, Tempur-Pedic, and others. Everything must go to make room for the next generation of sleep products. So don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sleep and save like never before. Only at Mattress Firm. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com circulars. Product offer and prices may vary in Hawaii. When I listen to Audible, I'm not on mile two of my early morning run. I'm out searching for clues in the abandoned toy factory near the cemetery. As I make my way down to the basement, I can't help but feel like I'm being followed. <gasps> Did that doll just move? Who's there? <laughs> They're getting closer! <laughs> I should really get a treadmill. Go to audible.com slash act now and your first download is free. Audible. Stories that surround you. What business doesn't like to save a little money where they can? Crute LED has partnered with Duke Power to do just that. Whether you need LED tube lights, $4 after rebate, LED high bay fixture, $79 after rebate, parking pole light, $99 after rebate, or six inch down lights, $4 after rebate, Crute LED will pass on Duke Power rebate up front to you with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Visit online at CruteLED.com or visit their office at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson right before J. Peters on exit 19B. The Roar. I was just reading there for a moment, just watching everybody talk about Deshaun Watson. And some of the numbers, when you revisit them months or years after the fact, still are, are, are staggering. It's almost like they have a greater impact now than what they did in the heat of the moment. 32 and 3 as a starting quarterback. And, you know, one of those losses was against Pittsburgh. The other was against BAM in the national championship game. And then that Georgia Tech game in 2014, which really should not count against him. If he's in that game for longer than a quarter, I think Clemson wins that game, right? That doesn't count. He didn't throw those pick sixes. <laughs> and that was, that was one of the strangest games I've ever seen. The second he went out, they went from going ahead 10 nothing to trailing 7-3 to and another pick six later. I mean, you just knew that nothing was going to happen there that was going to work in Clemson's favor. But he was 32-3 and as a starter with all of that in mind. The two games against Alabama, seven touchdowns, one pick. He had one win and obviously one loss against the Crimson Tide, but the performance this past January in, in the national championship game in Tampa – he threw for 420 yards. That is a record for any championship game in college football. 420 yards. 
That's a record. I didn't realize that that was actually the case, so I just read it again. Or either I forgot that it was the case. Against the best defense since the beginning of time. There were some people that thought Alabama's defense this year was the best defense we've ever seen in college football history. There were some people touting that notion going into the national championship game. Ask uh, Jake Browning in Washington, you know, what they were able to do. I know he was banged up against the Crimson Tide, but that offense was high-flying. They couldn't do anything. John Ross couldn't do anything against Uh you think about the fact that he didn't win the Heisman last year, and he he did throw a large number of picks, and that's the one thing maybe he probably would like to have back in his Clemson career. If you take one and back against Pittsburgh, they they don't lose that game. But then I'm not convinced that they win the national championship either. Uh, so I, I guess that's the reason he didn't win the Heisman. But it seems so comical now looking backwards. It's really the only thing he didn't do. Every other number that you can throw out there. I mean, it just it leaves your jaw wide open. It makes your jaw drop to, to see it and read about it again and to remember how great he was. And at the same time, when you listen to him talk, you're reminded of how humble he is. Like still to this very day, like none of this has gone to his head. He experienced some adversity. He mentioned to the media at the beginning of his final season here that he wasn't having as much fun. The pressure had gotten to him. He owned it and then got better. I mean, it's like this guy did everything you could have possibly wanted him to do. And there are still some humps out there thinking that Mitch Trubisky should be drafted ahead of him. I I don't get that. There's nothing that you can analyze film-wise when you look back on his eight-win season as a starting quarterback and say, this guy's better than Deshaun. He's not taller. Maybe he's a little bit faster. Did the combine reveal that? I don't even remember. That doesn't really matter. There's no metric, there's no film that you can look at and say that that guy should be drafted ahead of this guy. Not that this really, really matters. If he goes to the right organization, he's going to play forever. He's going to be successful in the NFL. But it still just kind of sticks in my craw a little bit to hear Mitchell Trubisky should be drafted <laughs> ahead of Deshaun Watson. I, I, You didn't beat out Marquise Williams. You started for a season. You were good. Your numbers were impressive. I mean, I got 35 games as a starting quarterback here in a national championship. You played in a bunch of big games. You performed at a very high level in a bunch of big games. Trubisky, to his credit, did win on the road in Tallahassee. And it was impressive. I, I, I got all this versus a tiny bit of this. It's not that that's the telltale sign, but you can't tell me that doesn't mean something. I think that it does. A proven track yeah. record of performing at a high level when everybody on the planet seemingly is watching. Well, you got to have it. You know, or how about some of the numbers you look at when, Ben, the opposing team scored or when Clemson was faced with a do-or-die possession in any given game in his career? Every single time it seemed like he came up gold. Bama, how many different times did it go down? Florida State, how many different times did it go down? They trailed by eight points twice, I think, in the fourth quarter. On the road, you still came back and you won. And other games that I'm just forgetting about where it just felt like the outcome was 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 hanging out there and the other team had momentum and they just boop, 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 right down the field, touchdown every single time. I mean, every time they had to have it, he delivered. You mean to tell me that doesn't resonate more than what Trubisky did against Duke? Oh, I'm sorry, they lost to Duke last year. That was the Blue Devils' only Ooh. conference win of the season. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. It started becoming a running joke in the radio booth that if you want to you want to guarantee that Clemson's going to score on offense, just let the defense give up points because 
that's what was going to happen in the very next series. Clemson was going to drive down and score. You know, if you want to list all their all their height and weight and all that good stuff side by side, they look very similar. They being Trubisky and Watson. I want the DNA of my quarterback to be that of a winner and a proven winner. You know, there there is an intangible there that certain people just know how to win. Certain people uh, just can defy the odds when they have to, when it matters. They just know how to win. Watch the final drive of the Alabama game, the confidence that that kid had on the sideline going back in, knowing that you're up against uh, incredible odds, going, hey, they left us too much time, and they drive, drive down and just win. What, what makes a person like that, right? I mean, not that there's a true answer to it, but, I mean, what makes him operate that smoothly, text line really going to miss Deshaun Watson I know sorry <laughs> but I mean what what is it that creates that winning personality is it all based off of confidence and that confidence stems from years of hard work is it the mental capacity and that when it comes to football IQ or IQ with human nature in general he he's just above and beyond what most people are about I mean what what is it he has all of that Right, I mean that intangible quantity that you're talking about, where it's just there's so many different things that comprise just those two words, and it can be quality, quantity, whatever, both. And he's got he checks all those boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Deshaun Watson beats out Marquise Williams. I, I, I still I think that matters. I just, I'm never gonna lose. I'm never gonna let that go. I think that that matters. Mitchell can't beat out Marquise. Problem. That's a problem. Marquise Williams is playing uh, in the Turkish Pro League right now overseas. He, I don't know what he's doing. He's not playing in the NFL. He's not an NFL quarterback. That's the guy that's going to be a first-round pick that, you know, couldn't beat out that guy. I just – There's a part of me that wants Trubisky to go number one, be the number one quarterback just because I know how Deshaun has responded any kind – any time there's something that looks like he's been slighted, you know? Uh, because I, I mean, whether he's drafted number one or number hundred, not doesn't change how I think he's going to succeed in the, in the NFL. So, just go ahead, go ahead and tell him it's not as good, and don't right. draft him. Don't be the number one quarterback. That's fine. That's, That's fine. fine. I would agree with At that. At some too. point, you're going to have to play him. Six five four seven six two seven. Our phone number on the Northland Communication phone lines. You want to talk with us? Give us a buzz. Text line says, "Can you make a point without bashing a kid?" I'm not trying to bash Mitchell. I think he's a good player. That win at Florida State was a big deal. How he played against Duke, putting the ball on the ground against Stanford in the Sun Bowl. I mean, that's not how his entire career is going to be defined. But, I mean, those games, the fact that he wasn't in the spotlight, didn't have that kind of record, wasn't the starter, exception for one season, a little bit of an issue for me. 654-ROAR. Adrian is up with us next. Adrian, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Roy. Appreciate you getting me in. Yes, sir. Um, you asking a question: What makes a, a guy like Deshaun? And you know, someone had an answer to be a million dollar, uh, million dollar answer. But my thing, you know, Deshaun has already admitted to saying that you know he was nervous uh, right before he hit the field for that last drive. But you couldn't tell it; you couldn't see it in his eyes. And and even uh, the Alabama players, uh, 
right there. If you're looking into the eyes of all those guys on the field, they, they never seem to be rattled, uh, no matter what uh, the situation is on the field, offensively or defensively. And I just think it all comes back to, with, especially with a guy like Deshaun, the reason he can take a deep breath and not appear to be nervous is because he's well-prepared and, and he studies and he knows. And my, my question is, and I've asked the question in groups that, that you know, I chat with, um, put in the same situation, the same exact team uh, on the field this year, uh, take out Watson, insert Boyd, can Clemson still win the national championship? Because Boyd lit the world on fire in, in college football. And he was, you know, he, he was great for Clemson. There's no denying that. But the difference between Boyd and Watson is so huge, but you, when you look at the numbers, it's not really – it's not really that. I wonder if you if you insert Boyd in that same situation with the exact same players on the field, except for you taking out Watson, you, you add Boyd, uh, do we still get the win there? Appreciate it, man. All right, Adrian, we appreciate you. That's tough. I mean, Boyd did things here that no other quarterback had done before here or in the ACC. So immediately – you can't even begin to downplay what Taj meant to Clemson football and what he still means to Clemson football. If you gave him the same roster that Deshaun Watson had, my hunch is he would have been even more successful than what he was from 2011 through 2013 when he was the starting quarterback. Would that be good enough to match Watson's 32-3 and mark during that that stretch? I, I don't know. I mean, certainly, I think from the outside looking in, it would be easy for us to, to think that, that Watson was calmer under adverse circumstances where Boyd maybe was not as calm. I don't know that Watson ever faced Jadavian Clowney and those South Carolina teams as vicious as they were. Those teams, I can't tell you. I went to Williams-Brice Stadium. What years was this? 09, which was kind of the beginning of it. But more in 2011 and 2013. And you walked around the field there then. And this is this is one of the highest compliments I can pay our friends down in Columbia. You would walk around the field then before kickoff between Clemson and South Carolina. And physically, honestly, it looked like a mismatch. And it wasn't just when Clemson came to town. You know, they, Bama and Nick Saban rolled into town in Columbia a couple of times, at least once, and, and got their tails handed to them in the middle of one of their long winning streaks. I mean, it, it looked like they had a bunch of power forwards playing defensive end and wide receiver at the same time. And they were just enormous. And, and there was like an ongoing, there were ongoing conversations. I remember all of us in the Clemson media where, you know, I, I would talk to a guy at another website or with a newspaper and he, he would say, okay, Clemson's not going to win this game. I look at it and I was like, no, I, I, I don't think so because you just can't match what they do. Well, Watson never had to face that uh, with our friends down in Columbia. It, it, you know, he faced some some tough Florida State teams and probably performed a little bit better. But, you know, Taj had his fair share of success against the Seminoles too. So Clemson was more talented in the trenches, especially when Watson took over. I mean, that, that that makes a difference, right? I mean, Ben, you with me on this? You tell me where I'm wrong or where maybe you disagree ever so slightly. But, you know, Watson also had the, the potential of playing with a more talented team where it really matters 
up front on the offensive line and with the defensive lines, even though Boyd played with some very talented teams in his own right. It's just such a hard comparison because of things like the team and the schedule and, uh, you know, all of that. It's it's not a fair comparison, really. And I guess I'm kind of stuck on the guy who thinks you're maybe bashing Trubisky. It's not that case at all. It's if you take someone that you perceive as being one of the best to ever play a position and compare anyone to them, it's going to sound like you're bashing in a way. You know, I mean, there's there's great, there's some great, great players in the NBA right now, but if you compare them to Michael Jordan or Larry Bird, they're, you know, it doesn't mean you're bashing those current guys. It just means they're not as good as some of the best that's ever played. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with this. So to talk about Taj Boyd versus Deshaun Watson could be or Trubisky versus Watson could could sound like you're bashing a guy when all you're really doing is holding him to a to really a, a, an incredibly high standard in mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a roundabout way. I guess I'm not even really comfortable with the conversation because I don't I don't want to bash. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you take take Taj out of it. even even somebody like a Woody Danzler, which in his day. In in his own way, man, I think I still think he was an incredibly underrated quarterback that was ahead of his time. But if you wanted to compare him to Deshaun Watson and people, could, why are we even talking about this? There's no comparison because there's not. Final segment coming up. More on this. You want to talk about it? Six five four roar. Give us a buzz on the Northland Communications phone lines. Uh, a lot more headed your way in our final fifteen minutes. Stay tuned. Hey, Quawk here. Join me April 1st for Spring into Clemson. Enjoy food, fun, and family activities for great causes with nonprofits that benefit our community. I'll be hanging out at Tiger Sports Shop from 11 to 1 on the 1st with some great deals on T-shirts, coffee mugs, license plates, pretty much everything Clemson for the Clemson fan. We'll have piping hot, fresh Papa John's pizza to enjoy and a chance to talk sports with me April 1st from 11 to 1 at Spring into Clemson at Tiger Sports Shop. It's bow time at Bojangles. Hurry in now for eight pieces of Bojangles perfectly seasoned chicken and four made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits for only $9.99. Bojangles, it's bow time. When choosing a lawyer, you need someone who knows the law, will take your legal needs seriously, and deliver excellent results. That lawyer is David Green. The Green Law Firm can successfully handle probate issues, estate planning, small business payroll tax problems, income tax returns, and any issue with the IRS. Get the results you are entitled to. For a free consultation, call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or go online at greenlaw.legal. The good news? Our business is growing. The bad news? We have to hire again. Ugh, the searching. Oh, where do we look? What if we hire the wrong person? Actually, we could use ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter? ZipRecruiter makes hiring fast and easy. With one click, our job would be posted to 200 leading job sites. But are the candidates any good? You bet. As soon as we post our job, ZipRecruiter starts identifying the best matches and notifies them to apply, all within minutes. Well, all right. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates fast with ZipRecruiter. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by hundreds of thousands of businesses in a variety of industries nationwide. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash score. 
That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Art Ray with Integra Bank Mortgage has almost 30 years experience and can provide you with competitive rates and reliable service. Call Art at 653-9999. Integra Bank Mortgage. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS number 463-8013. March means two things. The mayhem of college hoops and the brutal reality that your bracket will be busted. But this year is different. Twin Peaks wants you to win all turning long without wagering your dignity. Your best bet is watching the games here because at Twin Peaks, you can't lose. We've got the biggest TVs, the coldest beers, and all of our Cinderella's have their own stories. Score. Twin Peaks. Eats. Drinks. Scenic views. Big boys play with big toys, and no one has bigger toys than Bennett Equipment and Supply. In business for nearly 17 years, they know big toys. They're the go-to dealer for Takeuchi equipment and the largest supplier of scaffolding in the upstate. With 30 employees and over 600 pieces of rental equipment. Serving upstate South Carolina, western North Carolina, and northeastern Georgia. Bennett Equipment and Supply. With locations in Greenville and Spartanburg. Log on to BennettEquipment.net. Complete Nutrition just released the most effective weight loss product we've ever created. Plus, it comes with a free 21-day step-by-step program to follow, and we guarantee you success. If you lose more than 21 pounds in the first 21 days, see Complete Nutrition to adjust your plan. Healthy weight loss should not exceed a couple of pounds per week. Find Complete Nutrition in Greenville on Woodruff Road, in Spartanburg on East Blackstock Road, and in Anderson across from the Harbor Inn on North Main. It says a lot about a business who served the upstate for 30 years. It says even more when that business, family-owned and operated, has continued to grow and take care of thousands of homeowners like you. Roto-Rooter of the Upstate is full service with 24-hour emergency attention to your plumbing issues. 30 years in business, family-owned and operated, and proud alumni of Clemson. Roto-Rooter, online at Roto-RooterSC or call them at 288-7686. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And we go troubles down the drain. Roy Philpott on WCCP. Fourth quarter's coming up from Death Valley. Second half is underway. Ten seconds, and it can't stop now. Nebraska's out of timeouts, and Clemson has indeed proved itself to be the number one team in all of college football. Here's the end of the game. Are we finished? Done. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Final segment of the show, final segment of the week for us, Clemson baseball in our time slot tomorrow. We look forward to seeing if the Tigers can handle Boston College up in Kingston, Rhode Island. Long ways from home. This is actually their first true road series of the year, which is kind of sweet when you think about it. So they're going to be tested. Ben calls this one of the most critical series of the entire season. Didn't you mention <laughs> that back in our first hour? It's must win. they got to find a way to pull it out. I said this be a, would be a big test. Because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, first true road series in a hostile environment, hostile in that it's in Rhode Island, it's on turf, it's a chance of rain and cold weather, of course. Brutal. And maybe 150 people counting our two-man radio crew in in the stands. So, uh, it'll be different than playing... At South Carolina or Floorfield or or Doug Kingsmore, any place like that, be very different. It'll be vastly different. 
I concur. It's important. You can hear all three games, of course, right here at 105.5 The Roar, including game one tomorrow in our time slot up from a beautiful Rhode Island. The Ocean State, I think, is what they call it in Rhode Island. I think that's what it's called. The Ocean State. Is that right? Say yes. I, sure. I, I don't I don't know where it is. I don't know why it's a state. I don't know anything about it. You can drive through Rhode Island in like 90 minutes. It's like really quick. It's, I've done it a couple of times. It, it, it's like Buckhead. It's like a suburb of Atlanta. It's, Buckhead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that's an entire state. Gwinnesha, as they call Gwinnett, I think. Yes. Maybe so. Final segment of the show. Uh, your phone call is coming up on the North End Communications phone line 654-ROAR. Brought to you by our good friends at Palmetto Mediation. If you're going through a divorce or a custody battle, why fight it out when you can work it out? Fighting in court can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. Why not try to mediate your divorce or custody case before you go to court and before you hire an attorney? Plus, mediation is required in South Carolina in all contested family court cases. Anyways, use the mediators at Palmetto Mediation to save your money and put peace back in your life. All of our mediators are not only certified by the state of South Carolina, they're also attorneys with at least 10 years of experience. As a family court attorney and in good standing with the South Carolina Bar, you need to contact our good friends at Palmetto Mediation today. 601-0925. It's never comfortable to talk about, but if you're going through a divorce, you know where I'm coming from. 601-0925 or online, palmettomediation.com. You can work it out before you fight it out. 864-601-0925. Our friends at Palmetto Mediation. 654-ROAR is our phone number. Delvin is up with us next on the phones. Delvin, good afternoon. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? You talking about, uh, why is it that show my so confident at the end of the game? I think it has something to do with him. Uh, it's just a mentality. He just felt it. Like, he just knew, hey, that level's too much time. That's what you want in your quarterback. I think it was just mentality. But, hey, we're about to go down here and win this game. Well, the mentality is has been there. The question is, where does that come from? And I think that's the confidence and all the prep work and all the individual skill work that he's gone through and working with uh, his teammates and seven-on-seven and passing drills here at Clemson during the offseason and even back during his time at Gainesville. I mean, it's a whole host of things, but the mentality is a huge part of it, no question. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I heard you talk about Todd Boyd. I think Todd, people got to get, Todd Bell was one to lay the groundwork for for Sean to come in here. You know, all you got to do is listen to Ben Bowell say it. Get thanks to Todd, all the other guys were laying the groundwork. He laid the groundwork for him. And so, but you can't really, like like Ben said, you can't really compare the quarterback, but you got to give Todd a lot of credit because he laid the groundwork for this, from where this program started. You, you, people didn't forget. Clemson coming off since the seventh season. And Todd, Nobody they no no a lot about Todd. All they knew was he, he came in against a soccer lot of game that year, 2010. Then 2011, uh, he was competing for the starting job, and, and then uh, a lot of people didn't know that he was he was I think competing with Cole Stout for the starting job, and you sort of say the rest is history, so to speak. He's been the foundation for sure. Nobody would question that, Delvin. Thank you. I mean, the other thing is too, it, which quarterback played with the better receivers? between Taj and Deshaun. I mean, I, Sammy Watkins, Nuke Hopkins, first-round draft picks. Hopkins, I think, has had more of an impact in the NFL thus far. Sammy may. I mean, he's he's been uh, suffering a, a multitude of different injuries. But then you think about Mike Williams and Artavis Scott. You think about the changes in the Clemson offense. That's a part of that conversation, too, where you went from Chad Morris to Jeff Scott and Tony Elliott. And listen, one of the main reasons you had Deshaun on campus was because of the Chad. 
I mean, he was the one that identified me. Chad Morris has a lot of say in what happened with Deshaun Watson here. He offered him the scholarship first. In that conversation, he said, we're going to be the first school of every school in the country that offers you a scholarship by the time the recruiting process is done. Which quarterback played with the better receivers, Ben? Nuke Sammy, Mike Artavis, Jordan Leggett, uh, Brandon Ford, Dwayne Allen. Yeah. I immediately want to say that Deshaun did. But I was gonna I was gonna immediately think that, that Taj did. I mean Sammy and Nuke. I mean, you kidding? Martavis Bryant was in there. Martavis Bryant? Oh my gosh. Martavis Bryant. Martavis okay. Bryant. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They they both they both had a lot of talent. Which does kind of lead me to another another point uh or question talking about Deshaun Watson, he has had the luxury of always throwing to, always now, throwing to very talented guys, always having a talented running back behind him that could block, um, always having a, a tight end that could catch the ball. What if he gets into it? Let's just say if he did get into a situation like Cleveland, which, you know, receiver-wise, they have gotten better, but compared to other teams in the in the NFL how is he going to respond when he is throwing to Scrubby McScrubberson <laughs> to steal a phrase from Mr. Right, Philpott right right I hope he doesn't go to Cleveland I don't yeah. want to see him in Cleveland I, I don't want to see that at all Adam Humphreys was another one of those great receivers that yeah. uh, that maybe both threw to a little bit right Humphreys was still here in 2014 Deshaun was was tossing the pill around a little bit or uh, 2015 I guess maybe was the year I'm thinking about Right, right. Humphrey Humphreys was here with Watson, right? And I guess he was here with Boyd too, right? Yeah. So he he maybe he's the guy we need to ask. Who was the better quarterback, Adam, Deshaun or Taj? Go, yeah. <laughs> Put him on the hot seat for thirty seconds. Uh, both, both. Right, right, right. And now he plays ironically with Jameis Winston. So we say, how how do those two compare with famous Jameis? Deshaun Watson certainly played with a better offensive line, and, and that that's one of the main points I came back to. Mm-hmm. Would Taj? have been more steady against elite teams not named Ohio State and LSU. I mean, it's easy for us to go back and say, well, Taj never beat South Carolina. Well, nobody else did back then. Or, they, you know, he struggled that one game against Florida State in 2013. Okay. But what did he do against Ohio State and LSU in those two very important bowl games that kind of put Clemson on the map? I mean, you go back to fourth and 16, and you could say that's where it started. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the 2011 ACC championship that I was later tarnished by 70-33 to 33 in the Orange Bowl against West Virginia – Fourth and 16, that's when everything began to change. That was the guy that threw the pass to New Hopkins where that started. What happens if you give him Mitch Hyatt, Jay Guillermo, Tyrone Crowder, Sean Pollard, a little Jake Frew Morgan mixed in there, or even the roster that was in place or the line that was in place in 2015? What happens if you give that line to Taj in 2011, 2012, and 2013? I mean, I you know, I, I don't know if they beat any of those South Carolina teams. They probably run the football a little bit more effectively against them, and you know that would be a step in that in the right direction. I would think. Yeah, and that and that would be the other thing. Go back and look at the schedule, who you played against, because you know it, it comes to mind. Taj didn't have to play against Louisville. They they weren't in the conference then. But then again, uh, Deshaun Watson didn't play against South Carolina when they were had the best teams in the history of their program either. Uh, 
So I'm trying to think of who those non-conference were for, you know, back in the day. Uh, when Taj was here? When Taj was here. Well, the bowl games, LSU and Ohio State. Yeah, but I'm thinking about, you know, Deshaun played, well, he didn't start, but uh, Georgia. Right. Taj played against Todd Georgia. Todd played against Georgia at Taj home. played against Auburn. He had wins yeah, against right, those teams. That's right, he did. Yeah, he, he, was, he was undefeated against those teams, actually. 2011, yeah. 2012 well, in Atlanta. Yeah, because Kyle Parker was a quarterback up there. Here, he was... He was undefeated uh, against Georgia and, and Auburn. Taj beat Auburn. That was their first loss after the national championship. 2011 ended a 17-game winning streak. Huh, that'd be that'd be interesting. I, you'd think it would almost be a wash, except that I do feel like conference pl- that the ACC as a conference has is pretty good right now compared to what it was five five years ago. I would agree. One more call this afternoon. Matthias is up with us next. Hey, Matthias. Hey, Roy. Um, really quickly, and you guys kind of already stole my thunder, but I think Todd kind of does suffer from, you know, the the losing streak against South Carolina, the the Florida State game in Clemson, uh, and then maybe some of his uh, his NFL, I guess, not going the way it, it, people wanted it. But, yeah, I was just going to mention 4th and 16. I think people have forgotten about how instrumental that drive was and that game was to kind of kick-starting things off to where we are now. My money, of course, I put it on Deshaun, but I think um, Taj Boyd does kind of get a short end of the stick sometimes when people are kind of looking back at his, what he actually did for us. So, Good phone call, my friend. We appreciate it. I mean, not only Taj, but Charlie Whitehurst, Woody Dantzler, and some of the other great quarterbacks. We haven't thought about him in a long time because of how great Deshaun was, right? So, I mean, it's, it's fantastic in a certain to a certain extent, but it's also, you know, not disrespectful to those other players, but it's just how great Watson was during his tenure here. It's the same thing we did with Spiller when he was running back. We kind of forgot about the guys before him. Priester, so, Allen, Flowers, Tracy Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we kind of forgot about, you know, wide receivers after, well, there's just too many to name, right? Now. Derek Hamilton, Aries Curry. Uh, Rod Gardner, Rod Gardner. I mean, the late Terry Smith. Rod Gardner's name was brought up, you know, about once a week. Right, the catch until Sammy Watkins and Nuke and some of those guys came along. So I guess that's just it's a pretty good time in Tiger Town right now. Really good time <laughs> in Tiger Town right now. That's going to just about do it for us. Walked up to the road rage coming up in just a few minutes. The upset tonight that I'm giving you, West Virginia plus the three against Gonzaga. I think they're going to win the game outright. Like North Carolina tomorrow minus the seven against Butler. And uh, there was one other pick that we gave you earlier in the show. One tonight, West Virginia, West Virginia over Gonzaga. That one is tonight. Tomorrow, North Carolina minus the seven over Butler. And I like South Carolina over Baylor outright. Mm-hmm. South Carolina plus the three and a half if that's the direction you're going. But the Gamecocks winning that contest outright, uh, I, I think that one goes down. And then what happens from there? What you got for Kansas-Kentucky? Uh, well, Is there a line on that one? No, UCLA-Kentucky? I mean UCLA-Kentucky. Uh, UCLA. We mentioned that earlier this week. I think the Bruins yeah. beat Kentucky. There's just yeah. And they did that already this year uh, over in Rupp. So that happened in the regular season. I, I think Lonzo Ball, despite what dear old dad's doing, I like UCLA over Kentucky. And for the record, they're only favored by a point 
That yeah, that's what, that's why I was wondering what the line was on yeah, that one. Favored by Only point. a point. Only a point. It should be good. There's some blue bloods in that region. It, that should be a lot of fun. So that'll do it for us today. That'll do it for us this week. Clemson baseball coming up tomorrow in our time slot. We encourage you to stay tuned. Coming up next, Walt Eptula and Road Rage. Till next time, we'll see you again for more of the show.